Hello, this is Deb McBride, and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Sunday, June 30th, the last day of June 2019. So, I am broadcasting from beautiful Costa Rica, and I have a lot to tell you because this astrologer has been busy. First thing I want to let you know is that I have uh, recorded a new video for my YouTube channel, and you can just look me up on YouTube, Deb McBride Astrology, and it's all about the eclipses because we're having eclipses starting this week. So that's one thing. And I just put up a new blog on my website, debmcbride.com, also about the eclipses, but containing the links to the couple of videos that I've put up in the last few weeks. So uh, without further ado, we are going into the eclipse, which is Tuesday of this week, the 2nd of July. It is a solar eclipse. It is in the sign of Cancer at 10 degrees Cancer. And I have mentioned this eclipse in the past, like last week and perhaps in weeks before. But I should tell you once again, this is a very good, strong eclipse. Now, if you watch the video on YouTube, you'll get to see the entire eclipse chart for the moment the eclipse occurs in Eastern Standard Time in the city of New York. And that will give you some more clues and insight as to where the other planets will be, as I will explain that in my video. But right now we're just going to talk about the eclipse itself and that the sun conjuncts the moon and the moon conjuncts the sun and they get together and hold hands and they are in the same place at the same time when we have a solar eclipse. This eclipse is not going to be visible from the United States. If you are in the United States, it should be visible from apparently Argentina and Chile, which is a very nice place to see an eclipse. And this occurs at 3.16 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which means in my time here in Costa Rica, it's 1.16 p.m. And what will happen is... Uh, it gets dark before it gets light. So this is what eclipses do, especially when we have um, a solar eclipse because it's the new moon. Now the new moon is going to give us the dark of the moon prior to the moment it becomes new. It becomes new at the moment of the eclipse at 3.16 p.m. Anything before that can be considered the dark of the moon and we are now in the dark of the moon even though the moon is in Gemini right now and it has not entered the sign of cancer yet so when it enters the sign of cancer tomorrow afternoon uh, actually tomorrow evening if you live on the east coast 9 24 p.m. it will go void in the sign of Gemini tomorrow afternoon at 5 48 p.m. so it'll be void for a few hours but most of tomorrow it's gonna be in Gemini and then we'll enter the sign of cancer and stay there for a couple days but this period is all dark. This is what we call dark because this is the darkest before the moon becomes new. And as you know, a new moon does not shed any light like a full moon. And once it starts to become new, and it is new, in the days following, you'll start to see a tiny, tiny sliver of light on the moon. And this is all very new and we should consider newness in our life at this moment because it's not just the new moon, it's a solar eclipse. And this is a very powerful total solar eclipse. And at this place where it is, it's in the first decanate of cancer, we're just sliding into the second decanate of cancer. Cancer is all about security and family and connection. And this is about connection. This is an eclipse where we 
connect with people, maybe people we haven't seen in a long time, maybe people that we love. But the most important thing to do during this eclipse is to connect and embrace what you have and be grateful for it. Because gratitude is a very powerful thing. And the fact that this is in cancer means we are supposed to be connecting to what we consider family or our, it may not be our biological family, but it could be our work family, our community family, our um, sorority family, whatever family that might be. And it could be the family that you have when you go to uh, your astrology meeting (laughs) or your book club. But whoever you consider to be your, your pack is very important because cancer is about the support. It's about the love we feel from the people who support us and those that we love and those that love us back and and where we get and receive love in our life. And this this is important for every living thing, for every human being, for every animal, every plant. And if you are a person who is alone in your life, and you spend a lot of time alone or it's solitary, this is a really good time to go reach for your friends, call your cousins, get in touch with your group, your community, or whomever gives you that support in your life. And if you don't have a support system, it's important to go get one, important to go find one. No one can live alone. And it's important to realize that the new moon is always about starting something new and a fresh perspective and something, you know, that we can, we can consider to do a ritual on the new moon. It's always nice to do a ritual, light a candle, make a manifestation wish. And this is a powerful eclipse. It's a total eclipse and it Mercury is stopping in the sky. So the planet of communication is starting to slow down. And so the thoughts we have right now and the connections we make and the people we reach out to and the people we spend our time with, these are, these are people who are important connections to us. And maybe the best thing we can do is, you know, maybe you can't be with someone that you're missing right now. Maybe your best friend is away on vacation or your loved ones have passed on or something of that nature where you're not with the person that you are most wishing to be with and desiring to be with. So there are other people who are close to you and those are the people you have to show gratitude for and to and with. And those are the people that you want to connect with right now because maybe that is your spiritual family on a level that you haven't realized yet. So important things, connecting with people, connecting with this new moon, because it is in a region of your horoscope where we connect with family. And the opposite point is Capricorn. And it's where we've been talking for months and months and months about Saturn and Pluto and the South Node, because this eclipse is at the North Node. Now, what makes eclipses eclipses is that the moon and the sun are touching the nodes at the same time. So, you know, every month the moon goes over the nodes. It goes over the north node, it goes over the south node, but the sun, the sun's presence is what turns it into an eclipse. So no matter where the moon is, if it's touching the nodes and the sun isn't there, then we don't have an eclipse. But we're having an eclipse because the sun and the moon are together at the north node. 
And at the south node, there's Saturn and Pluto. And so this is important to remember because Saturn and Pluto are helping us work to transform an old pattern right now and helping us grow up and be mature and take responsibility for how we may have behaved in the past or where we can no longer tolerate the old patterns that we've carried around. A lot of this is unconscious. This is not something that we are consciously aware of, but Saturn and Pluto are helping us become consciously aware of where all these little patterns might be. And they are not necessarily the biggest addictions of our lives, but they could be something that is minor, but needling us and bothering us right now, wherever the Capricorn area of your chart is. The focus here is on being loving, being connected, and not letting that south node Saturn Pluto suck you back into the vortex of all those habits. And there's lots of habits just waiting for us to just step back into them again. And they are unfulfilling. So we're not going to get fulfillment from those old habits. Just put them aside for right now. Even if they're needling you, just put them aside. And you know when you're in traffic and there's like, there's traffic and you know that something's happened up ahead and you all want to look at what's happening. They used to call it a rubbernecking delay in New York. <laughs> you know, there's a rubbernecking delay on the Throgs Neck Bridge. But when you are driving by the scene of a flat tire or an accident or a blowout or a carnival, whatever it may be, um, or a kitten in the middle of the road, <laughs> It, it means that you should just take a look and just keep going. So we're going to each want to indulge the south node during these weeks ahead because Saturn is right there, right on that south node. And Saturn is also teaching us how not to. So it's sort of a, a double whammy here. Saturn's right there on the south node, which is bringing our attention to the south node. And then Saturn is saying, but you can't, you can't touch it. You can't, just don't do it. <laughs> Don't like be, become an adult. Don't don't keep going there. Stop reaching for that that thing that you reach for so much, and be with it. And just say, okay, I see you. I see you there. The gifts of the South Node come when we focus on the North Node. So we're going to focus really well on the North Node on this beautiful eclipse, and we are going to connect, and we're going to be friends, and we're going to be um, touching our family members and those that we consider part of our pack and our support system. And that's when we know we're really doing the North Node thing. And the South Node, it will it will show up in a way that's healthy for you if you focus on the North Node. There's another eclipse in two weeks. We're going to talk about that. Not tonight. In the meantime, Venus and Mars are also active this week because they are both changing signs. So Mars tomorrow will go into Leo at 7.20 p.m. Eastern Time. And this is fun because it will just be in the sign of Leo for this eclipse. And so Mars is in a good place for this eclipse because it's in a fire sign. Yay, Mars. And Mars likes to be in fire because Mars can be active. Mars can be assertive. Mars can be creative and the warrior that it's meant to be when it's in a fire sign. It doesn't love the sign of cancer so much. It's not its favorite sign. It can't be ambitious. It, it's, it's not its best place. 
so it's leaving there tomorrow. So we're saying goodbye to Mars in Cancer. We're saying hello to Mars in Leo. And that's a good thing because Mars is going to be in Leo for a good month and a half, almost two months. Yeah, a good month and a half. And this is fire. So good. Use that fiery energy. Be creative. Do that Mars thing. So that's one part of it. Now, Venus is going into the sign of Cancer, and that's going to be the day after the eclipse on Wednesday the 3rd at 11.18 a.m. Eastern Time. And Venus likes being in Cancer. So this is nice. Venus gets to be in Cancer. She leaves Gemini where she's been trying to make up her mind between two lovers, maybe, or making up her mind between, you know, the devil and the deep blue sea, <laughs> or one thing on one shoulder and another thing on another shoulder. And you really do need to embrace Venus and Cancer because even though the eclipse is Tuesday and Venus goes in a day later, you know, this is where we are going. This is the direction we're going in. We're going in the direction again of support. So the eclipse point's still going to be hot and Venus is going to come into the sign and join everybody. And Venus will be part of the second eclipse. She will be part of the North Node and the sun, close to the sun in the north node on the second eclipse. So love and family and support are important during both of these eclipses. And it's really important to keep your head together. And eclipses bring emotions to the table. Mars will be in a fire sign. Don't lose your head. Keep it together. Be kind. Be open-hearted. Be compassionate. Maybe you do have a family and maybe somebody else you know does not. So this is, this is a time when they're going to feel that. So invite them to your family. Invite them to your house for ice cream, for comfort food, because God knows when we have an eclipse in cancer, it's comfort food time. So, um, so in the meantime, Venus and Mars are changing signs, and Mercury is stationing. Mercury's stationing to go retrograde, and it's stationing in the early degrees of Leo. And here's what's interesting. Mars is now in, going into Leo. Mercury and Mars were in Cancer. Remember that? They were in Cancer last month. They got entangled with Saturn and Pluto, and they each told a story, and they each were in a hot ticket with Saturn and Pluto. And that was back in June 18th. And so on June 18th, Mars and Mercury were conjunct. They were close to the North Node. They were opposing Saturn. They were eventually opposing Pluto. So they were kind of right in the middle of Saturn and Pluto at that point in Cancer. But now they're going to meet elsewhere. Now they're going to meet in Leo. But they're not going to meet just yet. They're going to meet next Monday the 8th. So this is very, very interesting. Because what's happened is on June 18th, we started a cycle with Mars and Mercury. Now Mercury's communication and Mars is action. And if you want some action in your life and you want to take action and you, you don't just think about action, take action. Now with Mars and Mercury going into f fire, they are in a better position to take action. So this is a good place. So if you were thinking about action on the 18th of June, now you're thinking about you can actually take action on the 8th of July, which is next Monday. And this is where Mars and Mercury will meet again. 
And of course, Mercury will be retrograde at that point because Mercury retrogrades next Sunday, the 7th at 7.15 p.m. So Mercury is stopping. Mercury is going to be stopped and Mars is going to come along and greet it. So this is important. Pay attention to the messages you get. Very important because Mercury is stopping. And this is all going to happen at the lovely degree of four degrees layout. Now, if you remember last year, way back in 2018, in July of 2018, in fact, there was an eclipse at four degrees Aquarius, and it was a lunar eclipse at where the moon was at four degrees Aquarius at the south node, and the sun was at four degrees Leo. So what was going on for you back then? I remember we had an earthquake here. <laughs> so on that, on that note, pay attention because that's going to trigger something possibly from last July. So what were you doing last July when we were early in the sign of Leo? Probably around mm, 24th, 25th of July where we had an eclipse last year. So here we are. We're having an eclipse this week. In the middle of the two eclipses, the next one will be on the 16th, we're having a Mars-Mercury conjunction that's going to hit a point that was part of the eclipse from last year. So think back, you know, bring forward your memory. Maybe not a whole lot happened for you, but that eclipse squared Uranus back then. No wonder we had an earthquake here and it's squaring these guys are going to be squaring Uranus again so what's going to happen is Mars and Mercury are going to meet up and then they're going to square Uranus well Mars will anyway but this is going to be a little bit not an exact square for Mercury because Mercury's going to refrain from getting to Uranus for a little while and so there is going to be a connection to Uranus next week with these guys. So that's that's good enough for my, like if something's triggering both of them, Mars is going to really trigger Uranus next week and we'll talk about that next week. But Mars and Mercury are meeting up and they're going to trigger this Uranus, which was part of the eclipse last year too. So think about what you're doing. Think about what's happening and how it felt then and what it feels like now. And if something is triggering memories from last year. Um, Write all this down. It's very important. You know, pay attention. Connect to it. And then Mercury and Mars are going to meet up again. But Mercury will be retrograde till the end of the month, till the 31st of July, at which point it will go direct at 23 degrees of Cancer, which is very close to the degree of the second eclipse we're going to have on the 16th. So once again, Mercury, our friend, is a trigger in a number of ways. Mercury is, remember, Mercury and Mars met up on the 18th of June. What happened then? They're going to meet up again on the 8th of July. What's that about? Chapter 2, it's about taking action. It's in fire. Mercury is then going to station direct on the 31st of July at 2356 or 58 of Cancer, which is very close to where we're having the second eclipse, which is 24 degrees, four minutes of Capricorn and Cancer on the 16th. So, so Mercury, and not only that, but the new moon occurs on the 31st of July, which is the lunation that kicks out the eclipse period 
So the lunation before the eclipses start brings in the eclipse period, the lunation happening. When the eclipse period ends, the lunation after that is when we have a uh, kicking out of the eclipse period. So then it's done. But Mercury is going to remind us of the second eclipse. So there's going to be some, this eclipse period is going to really be triggered by a few things. And then eventually Mercury and Mars are going to meet up again. And that's not going to be for a little while. But we'll worry about that. We'll cross that bridge in Virgo. <laughs> and in the meantime, we have to think about what all this means, what Mercury and Mars mean. If you have a Mercury-Mars conjunction in your chart, this is a recurrence for you and you should pay attention to it. If you um, were susceptible to something on the 18th of June, then be very aware of that because this is going to be um, an important turning point potentially, especially when Mercury starts station and retrograde in the direct. So we want to watch Mercury. In the meantime, what else is going on this week as if that's not enough? The moon will be in Cancer, as you know, and it will go into Leo 11.19 p.m. on Wednesday. But we're going to have like a 13-hour void moon. So it goes void 10.25 a.m. Wednesday, and then it goes into Leo not until 11.19 p.m. So just do your business. Don't take any new big projects out <laughs> and just keep going, you know. Do your, do your void moon tasks. Thursday the 4th, the moon is still in Leo. It's still in Leo on Friday. But again, we've been having a lot of Wednesday void moons. And that's what's happening again this weekend. Friday again, the moon is going to go void at 2.24 a.m. Eastern Time. So barely Friday and then all day a void moon. So the 4th of July in the United States, the 5th of July in the United States, this is one of those weeks where 4th of July falls on a Thursday and everybody takes Friday off. So that's going to be just fine for um, the Americans who are celebrating and taking a little bit of a break and a vacation. Fantastic. Um, a lot of people will leave work on Wednesday and not go back to work until Monday. So great. Void moon all the way. Nobody is going to be focused on work on Wednesday. It's a void moon. <laughs> Saturday the 6th. The moon goes into Virgo wee hours, 12.30 a.m., and stays there uh, for the remainder of the weekend. But the day Mercury goes retrograde on the 7th, next Sunday, the moon will be in Virgo. So we are going to have a void, of course, Virgo moon as of 12.50 p.m. on Sunday, the 7th, Eastern Time. And then Mercury, the ruler of the void moon in Virgo, is going to retrograde. That's a lot of, that's a, that's just a holiday weekend. <laughs> and then on the 8th, the moon will go into Libra very early in the morning. So what's to pay attention to this week? Connecting, connecting with people you love, connecting with people you haven't seen in a while. Remember, Mercury is going to be stationing during this eclipse and maybe you want to call up somebody you haven't talked to in a while. I'm already hearing from people I haven't spoken to in a while. It's very nice. And it's, it's actually a really lovely thing when people reach out and connect again. And it's, that's all part of the eclipse. So pay attention to that. What, what are they doing for you? What are they saying to you? What's happening in your conversation? What are you learning? And what are you getting to tell them about yourself that hasn't been told, you know, to them before? It's something new. Oh, guess what? Where I've been the last six months, this is what's been happening. 
And so there you go. That's important. Um, I wish all of you a splendid week ahead, a splendid eclipse, and I wish you great success in, in your endeavors to reach and connect and to be with people. This is, oh, it's okay. It's okay if you're feeling Saturn to that south node. Remember that. Because Saturn is not leaving that south node for a while. It's going to be bouncing back and forth very close till September. And this is the time to work out those old patterns. And if you need to connect with someone because you're hurting from that old pattern, well, then that this is the great week to do that. Because this old pattern is sticky. And it's hard. And it's not a simple, easy way to leave the past behind. It's We're being sort of... You know, we're, we're being asked to grow up and wipe aside our tears when, when it's important sometimes to let that emotional release happen. And under cancer, under the sign of cancer, there's, there's often an emotional release. So let that emotional release happen. Don't, don't criticize yourself, God knows, with Saturn at the South Node in Capricorn. Ah, how we're so ready to criticize ourselves. So don't criticize yourself for being human and needing the emotional impact of a dear friend and the emotional impact of support and love in your life and compassion because compassion is a big deal we all need it so love yourself have compassion for yourself do not judge yourself if you do feel you need to release some old emotional stuff or you're just sad because things aren't as beautiful as you want them to be and maybe you don't have that family connection that you can reach out for somebody's there for you i guarantee it look hard enough they'll be there I thank you for listening. I wish you a lovely eclipse. I wish you a lovely week. Stay tuned for next week when we discuss about some things about the second eclipse and what's going on at Mercury Retrograde. And have a look at my YouTube channel and watch my latest videos. If you'd like a session with me, my email is deb at debmcbride.com. My website is debmcbride.com. And my Instagram and my Twitter are at debastrology. I bid you a good night.